Hello, and welcome to another episode of Rachel's Inspirations. Hi, guys. I hope you guys had a blessed last week and a great start to this week. It is Monday, and it is June the 10th. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, my name is Rachel, and I am based out of the Houston area. I am a special education teacher by day and an entrepreneur of a small business and the evening. But since school is out, I'm in full-blown entrepreneurial mindset, and I'm super, super excited. So, well, thank you guys so much for tuning in. I know in the last episode, we talked about trusting him or trust in him. And I did mention a little about probably intertwining that with as far as controlling what we say. So this is part three of trusting him slash the beginning parts of controlling what we say. So you guys, OMG, it has been the craziest beginning of 2019 for me ever. I felt like going into after spring break when I came back from my break from teaching and going back in for the last nine weeks of school I felt like I have been like hit on the side kicked in my back I've had a lot of stuff and I'm trying not to get emotional on this cast with you all but it's been a very emotional roller coaster for me So, if you guys have your Bibles with you, or if you know your scriptures, I've talked about previously about Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 through 6, and it talks about trust in the Lord with all your heart and not lean unto your own understanding, all right? And in all your ways, acknowledge Him, and He will direct your path. That's what we talked about for the past couple of episodes leading up to this one. I'm not sure if this is going to be my last episode about it. Uh, I might have to do a part four, uh, part five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, because this whole thing of trusting in a person that you cannot see, but you know he's there, can sometimes be difficult for believers. I don't know why, and I'm only saying that not for me personally, but I've heard it. Like, how can you trust someone that you cannot see? And I'm thinking because of what he's done for me. Uh, I was a little bit of emotional this morning. I went to a training and coming up to the new school year, I would not be at my location that I taught. I would be at a, not really necessarily a new school, but my previous school before I got to the one I'm just now leaving. And it's an emotional roller coaster because I saw my name with my old school on there that I'm not going to be at next year. And I feel like my stomach all tied up in knots and I'm just like, Lord, it didn't end correctly in my opinion how I wanted it to end. Um, I know I left right. I know I did not bash. I did not criticize. I might have said some things and I asked the Lord to forgive me on. But uh, as far as like, oh, Lord, I can't stand this. Like, why can't everything just go right? Why can't he just act right? Why can't she get it right? I left on that in my brain, but it was never really verbalized outside. Um, so by me going into this new chapter to this school, it kind of resonated with me like, oh, my Lord, like, God, I have no idea what's about to pop off. I'm nervous and I'm scared and I'm frightened. And it brought me to Psalms 23 that says, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Uh, I don't have to want for anything. And I have to trust him in that, that he has my best interest at heart, that he has me down. And just like I can trust my parents to help take care of me um 
as far as my spiritual growth. Not necessarily take care of me like financially or physically, but they're my spiritual mentors to me. My parents are both in ministry. Uh, my dad, if I am t- totally telling my age here, I'm 32. My dad started ministry, I think almost about, about 40 years ago. So my dad has been in ministry, not to the bad, but 35, maybe 35 years. I don't think it's gotten 40 yet, but my dad's been in ministry and pastoring within that time frame for about 35 years. And I've seen him have to trust God in everything with him being a pastor over a flock of people and the things you have to do with different personalities. He's had to trust God in that to be the best pastor that he can be. So my thing is, if my dad could be that example for me and I see it played out and I'm not, and he even told me, I'm not telling you that everything that happens, you're not going to question God. Like, God, I thought you said you had my back in this. Why isn't this not happening the way that I think should happen? And it's kind of just like, dear sweet baby Jesus, like, Lord, if something else pops off, I don't know what I'm going to do. And last week, okay, was my last week. And then I started uh, this Congress of Christian Education. My dad is the dean for this. Uh, he's writes curriculum for different churches to help grow their church and their ministry. And I had to be the teacher. This is my first year doing it. And... I had to teach these young teens about trusting God. And I'm just like, holy guacamole. Like, I'm going through this myself, Lord. How in the world am I going to tell these teens? And I'm having a hard time myself, um, you know what I mean, doing this. How in God's name am I going to be able to do this? And God had to remind me, just share with them your experience. I didn't go to all the details, but I had to really tell you, I had to trust in the Lord with everything with my job with my finances with relationships with friends and significant people that I've had in my life I've had to trust God and I'm like y'all real talk like you have to sometimes get out your own way our mind sometimes can go all the way out on the deep end and with people that hurt us in the natural um and you, they feel like you've broken their trust. But God never breaks his trust with us at all. He tells us a verse not to lean on our own understanding. And that is my problem. And that's something I'm asking God to help me to fix. Is that I lean unto my own understanding. And sometimes I don't acknowledge him in all of my ways. But the Bible says if we acknowledge him in all the ways, he will direct our path. So my thing is, why are we not acknowledging him? That's why we sometimes go off on another street we ain't supposed to be on. Like, you know you're supposed to turn right. You know, right? You know, but like, Lord, I think I could get there quicker if I take the left. But then you turn left and then you find all these other extra detours that you really didn't have to take if all you just turned the way he told you to turn. And that's our problem. We want to tell God what our plans are. You can tell him your plans, but it might flip the script on you and change. And that's okay if it changes. It's really okay that it changes. So, guys... I have been dealing with a lot spiritually. I feel like it's been a spiritual battle constantly for me. And I've had to learn how to use my weapons correctly. And it talks about that in Ephesians chapter 6, verse about 10, I think through 18. It talks about putting the full armor of God that you may be able to stand against the walls and the devil. And I'm not saying I haven't had my armor on, but like a couple of times I got hit in the arm and like, that ain't that hurt. Or I got hit, you know, right there in my chest. Like, oh, we Jesus, I need you to stop. But my thing is, have I had my armor on and I haven't been trusting him? Because my thing is, there's a lot of things that we should not get hit with. 
but because we haven't been studying his word because we haven't been praying like we should um and not getting good sound spiritual advice sometimes we get advice from folks that hey, you know they ain't even close to being spiritual no offense to them they're in the same mind of you kind of gangster mode like girl i would shank them too in jesus name like and i don't mean to say that but sometimes we get it from people who are not as spiritually mature as you are or even higher sometimes we get that from people who are less and it's nothing against them to where they're at but something you just can't share with them because they're not where you are spiritually and you're trying to get spiritual guidance for somebody that that ain't even close to your level or higher so you have to be around people that give you good advice and to express that and the best person really to talk to is jesus christ himself and if you have a pastor you can talk to them if you have good christian friends that are around you ladies and gents like that can help you but out of all of that you really gotta talk to god and you really have to trust him y'all i know i've been on this trusting for a minute but that's something i've been battling with and i didn't know it was that not to say a major issue, but a big deal for me until this past couple of months. These last two months, I had to really, really just trust him in everything. And I'm like, Lord, if one more thing pop off, I'm going to lose my noggin. Like, I can't, Lord. I dread you just can't. I ain't nobody got time for that, Lord. Like, I just don't. And I need you to help me because... My nerves are bad. And you know what? My nerves are not bad. It ain't even bad. That ain't even the point. It's because I want to handle things my way. And the thing is, when we handle things our way and don't let Jesus handle it the correct way, we get hurt. And that's our fault. No offense. Because he warned us. Ding, 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 ding. Like, for example, right now I'm in a rental car. Okay? And I know it's probably going longer than expected, but I really don't care. I feel like I need to show this to somebody. I'm in a rental car. And in this rental car that I have right now, because my car is in the shop. Um, in this rental car, if I don't have my signal on and deviate from my lane, my wheel, the wheel vibrates. And, of course, it totally freaked me out. It vibrates and it goes ding, 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 ding if I'm not in my lane. And the thing is, and it's a newer model of a car, and it goes ding, 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 ding if I'm not in my lane. If I don't put my signal on to get in another lane, it goes off. It gives me a little light to let me know someone else is in the lane and you could possibly hit them. God gives us warning signs and goes ding, 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 ding. And sometimes we still deviate and go all the way on the other side of the lane and got no business being there. But we talk about, Lord, we trust you, God, with everything that we do. I trust you, Lord, in everything that you say, God. I believe your word. And sometimes we be tripping and we forget everything we say because we let our emotions get the best of us. So... I don't know if this was like just a random tangent uh, episode today. I feel like I've talked about trust. I think I've talked about watching what you say. I think I've talked about the armor of God. But the main thing is, y'all, we have to trust him. Point blank in the period. So I'm going to go ahead and end with the word of prayer. This is probably one of the longest podcasts I've probably ever done. And I'm glad I did because someone needs to hear it. And at first, when I started doing these podcasts, I just wanted to be an encourager to people. Like, Lord, I'm going to watch what I say. You know, I don't want to sound like I'm preaching to people. I just want to encourage you guys. And the thing is, I'm going through the same things probably even more than, than you guys. I'm going through the same thing. It's a daily spiritual battle that we all have to face as young women or young gents if there's any gentlemen that listen to we struggle i'm 32 years old and i have been in the church since i was from birth 
And the thing is, just because we've grown up, and my dad's a pastor, just because you grew up in a Christian home, and just because you have pastors in your family or ministers, doesn't mean we ain't going to go through nothing. That's a lie for the pits of hell. You are going to go through some things, and you are going to deal with some trials and tribulations. My thing is, how are you handling it? So, I'm going to go ahead and end with the word of prayer, guys. Uh, Father God, I thank you so much for the listener, Father God, on today. Thank you, God, for everything that you have done um, in and through their lives. Heavenly Father, I thank you, Father God, that they're blessed coming out and they're blessed coming going in and they're blessed in the city and they're blessed in the field. I thank you, Father God, that everything that they're in touch, Father God, will prosper. I pray, Father God, that you would help us, Father God, to build more of a trust in you, God. Not just to trust you, God, but to trust in you, Lord. And sometimes, Father God, we allow things of this world to dig how we feel and we allow what other people say and think Father God dictate on how we trust you God but God you are an awesome God and we thank you God for just being a good dad to your children you know God the issues that we face each and every day and we thank you Father God for loving us in spite of and I pray Father God that you help us grow spiritually help us to grow Father God in our prayer life help us grow Father God as we read and study your word help us Father God to even be an encouragement to others our testimonies Father God are not the same they help us God to be that light for someone in the midst of darkness we thank you Father God we praise you Father God for this day and we pray Father God that we will live today to honor and glorify your name in jesus name we pray amen thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of rachel inspirations pray father pray that you have a blessed and prosperous day in the lord go in peace go in love go in victory in jesus name have a good day guys bye